Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news, and we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Denzel, a.k.a. Black Ice, and we're here on episode 51 of the podcast, uh, joined by my co-host, as always, starting off with Manny, a.k.a. the Goopmaster Flex. <laughs> Stay gooping. Okay, okay. All right, word. That lifestyle catching up with you. <laughs> right now, the gooping is pooping. So, well, man, had a long wow. day. Yeah, fairly. I hear you. I hear you. We're recording this a little bit later than usual, so you know, excuse us if we're a little loopy, a little tired. But you know, it is what it is. We gotta, we gotta, gotta get it recorded. We gotta talk to you guys about some games. So, uh, moving on to my next co-host here, we got Chris, aka Mister May Twenty Fifth. How you doing, bro? Uh, you know, I guess they waiting for me to say it. Same shit, different toilet, but we here, and I think I smell a good episode, y'all. I smell a good episode for sure, for sure. We definitely got a lot to talk about. We got some some interesting things to talk about. Some cool games came out last week. Um, pretty cool games coming out this week as well. So, uh, you know, definitely some things to get into. But of course, before we do that. Chris, do your thing, bro. Okay. This week, icebreaker, y'all. It's getting colder and colder. Winter is coming. It is coming. And uh, I would say for this week's episode, we're going to dig deep on this one. The question is, if you could create an oddball, well, I don't even want to use the word oddball, but... A left field, weird, but like could be potentially cool kind of video game. What would it be? So I guess more or less something that's not necessarily the norm, something maybe that we haven't seen done before, but would I guess be considered weird to some folks? <laughs> um, I I'll actually take the reins on this one and I'll start start because I know this is a crazy question. So uh, for me. Uh, <laughs> I would love to see, how do I put this? I'd love to see a a developer out there try to see if they can capture animal instinct in a video game. All right, now follow me here. Follow me. Right, right, right. Let's, hold up, hold up. That's going to get deep, right? (laughs) Like, I mean, like, in the sense of, like, a a true animal simulator. From, like, for example, if you're going to do, like, a bird, then it would be a situation where, like, the, the egg hatches and you come out of the egg and you're with the other little birds and stuff and then you're growing up and, you know, uh, not growing up in like a cartoon sense, but I mean literally like maturing as a bird, you know, or whatever animal. And then, you know, eventually you try to fly out of the nest and da 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 and then like, you know, you go through the whole bird's lifespan and then that's that. And then you do the whole, you know, maybe you could do one for like a lion. That would be kind of cool too. You know, you go through that whole animal's lifespan. Then, you know, you could do something with aquatics. And I just think it would be so cool. And also educational at the same time. And also kind of real. Because I wouldn't want it to be, like, on no fluffy type shit. Like, the thing that people don't always understand, especially when we come, like, to the animal kingdom. And shit ain't always peaches and roses over there, yo. A lot of shit happens, you know, survival of the fittest. Some animals don't make it. All that has to be in the game. 
all that. Like, I want this to be real. They don't have no games out there like that. Like, the closest thing that they ever kind of got to with something like this was, like, fucking Nintendogs. Like, like that's, that's, that's nowhere near what I'm trying to talk about. And I just think that with some of the technology that they have now, if they took this kind of idea serious enough, I think people would be into it. Well, at least I know I would be because it's it's so different, and it's not even necessarily a video game that you win or lose at. It's more so I get to like see what it's like to be this animal. It would take so much work to kind of get like everything right, though, because you're talking about not only you're the animal, but then like all the other animals within your vicinity have to kind of like act realistically. You know, I just think it'd be so cool, man. Like. You know, you're a bird and you get to fly for the first time for real. Is, is this not something that could be cool? Weird in some cases, yes. Because maybe somebody wants to be an octopus or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. But cool. You know? Mm. That's where I'm at with that, man. I want to see hmm. something like how that. About, man. How about Animals Battle Royale? Nah, nah, nah. See, Picture nah. We're not doing all that. Gotta make everything into a battle royale now. It is. <clears throat> I'm talking about the screen. It's pitch black. I feel like a crack of light. <laughs> I'm not crack of light. <laughs> Yo, the most so immersive animal simulator ever. I can see. I can see that. I actually think that'd be an interesting idea. I'll just say to to Manny's point. I think. I think gaming studios are doing the complete opposite right now. Nobody's touching Battle Royale, which <laughs> kind of sad about in a way, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I mean, at first, I'm not going to lie. At first, you know, you had me in the first half there. I don't, I didn't know where you was really going with that, but I think I kind of no. saw the vision. No, it was, it was, it was deep and scattered. Pause. Pause. <laughs> oh man. It's like our big daddies. Oh, bro. Aren't the big daddies the one doing the scattering? Anyways. um, I don't know. I I know nothing about none of that. No. no. So, yeah, an anime simulator. That sounds a little bit like... Actually, no. No, doesn't sound like anything. I don't think that... I I can't think of a game like that that's existed. Goat Simulator? No. There is a... There was a game called... I think it was like something called evolution or whatever, where you like play as like a monkey and I guess you supposedly evolved to a human somehow. Right. Yeah. I, I've seen that one. I've seen that one too. Yeah. Yeah. This is different. But like goose game, they got that, the life of a goose, which I'm not even fucking with because I don't like geese. You mean the untitled goose game or you talking about something else? Is that the untitled one? Untitled Goose Game is sure. like that shit ain't no simulation. That's just yeah. Weird. I was gonna say that's what I'm saying. It's, it's just closest thing I wacky think. left field weirdness. But yeah, like I think you can make that like a like it doesn't have to be oddballish. Like you, you can make that like a cinematic experience where like you are born, whether you're a bird or whatever the heck it is that you end up being, and then like the trials and tribulations of like being a bird flying around and trying not to get eaten by like a bigger bird or trying not to get eaten by like. A tiger or something random like that. I can see that. I can see that. Well, if I'm a lion, I better get that. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, God, about you. Imagine as a cub, right? And you're learning to hunt for the first time. And then it's one of them situations where it's like, you got to go do it. Because you know that's how it kind of like works. Eventually, you come up in your ranks and, you know, the strongest lion becomes the leader of the pack. And they go out and they do their thing. 
Mm-hmm. That's cool to me, man. Like you have to repeatedly try to go hit this goal, but the goal is like an instinctual milestone goal for an animal. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, I don't know, man. That's different. <laughs> that's, that's definitely about to be an indie game somewhere because ain't no ain't no yeah. major studio touching. I'm sure that. it's in Steam somewhere. <laughs> right, probably is that some some low level version of that probably exists somewhere. All right, word. But Manny, what's your what's your pick, man? All right, hear me out. Theme park simulator. All right, here we go. I know they had the games back in the day, but we're talking about 2021 version. You're a manager of a theme park. You build your own theme park, and everybody can come in your world. And depending on what theme park you have, people can play your games and everything like that. And it'll be like a theme park version of Sims. No, they stop. Well, maybe not theme park version of Sims. More like, so like, let's say this, like, we'll call it like, a hub, you know what I'm saying? You create your own theme park. Everybody in the world creates their own theme parks, and you have like every theme park will be unique. You get your own set of mini games. You got the arcade and everything like that, and it'll be like this massive open world MMO kind of thing where everybody just groups up and chills. That's my kind of vision of it. I'm sure there's probably I know there used to be a game called Thrillville back in the days that had it, but like that was like a so you're basically saying like a theme park metaverse? Sure. You know, why not? But like, do you ride anything? Or or is that just part of the studies? You you could say you could ride, you know, the roller coasters. I would hope so. If you're at a theme park, you can ride <laughs> shit like you know how well, I'm well no, because I'm thinking about it like, <laughs> is it literally from a sense of like a Sims kind of thing where like you just get to watch a, a character get in a, a, in a roller coaster and then do its thing? Or are you trying to talk about a situation where you're really going to try to emulate what it feels like to be at an amusement park, but via a video game. Cause I think yeah. that's two different things. So that's like, I'll, I'll say you emulate it. And then like, you also like manage your own theme park and stuff like that. We'll call it a VR experience since we're talking about metaverse, you know, because I'm sure you wouldn't want to sit behind a con- <laughs> huh. yeah. I like it. I like I'm it. To, I think it would be do too, but I'm like, how do they, so, right, if you get on a roller coaster, right, and say it's like in the first person view, Yo, you get in. <laughs> but how do they simulate that well enough to make you feel, you know, this is actually going to touch on what we're going to get into later. Well, I, I mean, it's just talk about with this, but it's VR because, like, <sighs> I don't know if you ever play VR, but when you've been to VR, like, you actually do yeah, feel like you it feels like, very, yeah, like they're especially <laughs> under the influence of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. <clears throat> a little bit of coquito in you. Oh yeah. Um so there is like a, a VR like theme park experience. There's also like this like um there's one experience I played when I got my OG Oculus Rift and I think it was like a walk the plank thing and you're like mm-hmm. you're like very high up and you're like walking <clears throat> they simulate the feeling of vertigo very well. So I can see them making that work in VR like Obviously, you're not getting the full experience, you know, but yeah, I I think they're going to make that work. <laughs> you could definitely make that work. It's so yeah. interesting to think about. I, I feel like it would be dope, especially with, like, VR technology and, like, you know, just create a bunch of mini games, even, like, classic arcade games like Whack-A-Mole and stuff like that, so. Yeah, I think that's dope. Another thing about VR, right? <clears throat> so, like, you could definitely get the... Because it already exists, like you can get like the bodysuit that kind of like vibrates in a way to simulate certain things. Mm-hmm. But I remember when we went to E3 
I want to say it was like four, three or four years ago. My wife and I went there and Mm -hmm. we sat down in one of the booths with this like really cool piece of technology. And it, it wasn't specifically for VR, but VR was one of the things that they were showing off with it. And it was like, it was like this little box, um, probably just about at the size of like this water bottle. Right. And you could put like two on each side of your either monitor or where you're sitting if you're in VR and like, it'll simulate like hot and cold wind. And like, it was, it was relatively affordable. I, I, I got to get the name of it. But the people at the booth, were they're like a startup company. People at the booth were super dope. Um, and like playing it, like, uh, I think the, the game that you could play on PC was battlefield one. So whenever that game came out was the time frame that we went to E3. And then the VR experience was uh, Robo Recall. So the, for those of you who know what Robo Recall is, it's like a, a shoot, you shoot robots, right? Um, so like I'm thinking of that piece of technology, like mm-hmm. adding that into the experience of your uh, theme park world and like like getting like gust of wind like blown at you as you're being simulated as like that's, yeah, going that's through. No more was going mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like that's that's how I could see that happening. Like with that little piece of of technology. Like obviously you're not gonna feel exactly like you're moving, but the the gust of wind with what your eyeballs are seeing, like your your eyeballs almost automatically kind of trick you into thinking that you're doing something that you're not doing with with the way VR is set up. So I could see that helping to like build on the immersion. It's really dope. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. All right. So for for mine, um, you know, we were talking about VR a second ago. I'm definitely throwing a VR, like, not, sorry, not VR, Battle Royale. Sorry, just take a step back here. Battle Royale has definitely got to be in my thing here. So, so do you guys remember there was a game, uh, DC Universe, like, way back? Okay. It wasn't, people, people loved it, but, like, in my opinion, it wasn't really well implemented, per se. Okay. I want a version of that game but marvel like in in a marvel world and like a battle royale thing but like it transcends not just the bat like battle royale is is the i guess the main game mode that you're playing in but like it's almost like an rpg in the sense that your character continues leveling up and it's not just like you just play the battle royale and that's it like you're actually working towards building your character up so it's like one of the first like battle royale rpg games Mm-hmm. Um, I like spell break a little bit, but like not necessarily spell break. I I don't it's think there's like a thing to that. Yeah, I don't think I there's can, anything about well, well, yeah. I mean, I guess I, you can go ahead. What are you gonna say? I, I think can't you like progress your gauntlets and stuff like that? Yeah. Like, and that affects yeah. the game. So yeah, I but guess. like what I'm thinking of is like way more expansive than this. And it's yeah. this. I'm <laughs> like obviously because you know we're swinging for the fences here. This is super ambitious. Um, you pick what, like, basically you pick what your power is, right? Or you pick like a tree. There's going to be so much balancing that has to happen here. But let's say, because if you, if you think about how Marvel's set up, right, there are, I'm going to oversimplify this. So if any Marvel fans out there don't like come for me on this, but when you look at the MCU in particular, you can, you can kind of iron out certain types of people. Uh, mm-hmm. So, for example, like there are people who don't have powers, but, you know, they have like good tech. So like Iron Man, Star-Lord technically doesn't have any powers, although I guess he's supposed supposedly half celestial, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Um, and then you have like super soldiers like Black Panther, um, 
obviously Steve Rogers, so on and so forth. So like those are two categories. And then I guess you have like the gods like Thor and whatnot or other like space beings, I guess you could say. Um, and then, you know, you can kind of flush out the rest of them. I'm sure that there's like a million other categories that you can throw in there. But let's say at launch, we ironed it out to eight or 10 or whatever. And then like there are these different skill trees that you could. So let's say you pick super soldier, right? Now, are you just a super soldier that is going to be just a pure brute and doesn't necessarily know how to fight, isn't as agile? Like for every game that you win or like every, I don't know, level you get past, you unlock some aspect or some skill tree within your class. So you can Mm -hmm. build yourself up to be more like uh, the Winter Soldier who has like a gun um, and is strong, but doesn't necessarily fight in the same way as like a black Panther can fight. Um, Or, you know, you can build yourself up to like, you can take like so many different paths. I would just love to see how that would play out in a battle Royale game. And then obviously, like I said, there will have to be some heavy balancing because you can't make Mm -hmm. like a, a Thor character go up against like, you know, winter soldier, like, Thor's going to murder him, right? So you have to figure out balancing, like, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know. It's it's obviously not very flushed out because I had like five minutes to come up with this. <laughs> but I would love to see how something like that would play out. Thoughts? Yeah, it's, it's definitely interesting. But I know, like you said, I know a lot of balancing has to happen. Like one problem I do see is like, you know, you start off and your character's... Uh, complete dog water because like you don't play the game as much as somebody that's like grinded every day so mm-hmm. like definitely some balancing but you know it's you know it's interesting we do need a superhero battle royale i'll be that'll be pretty dope yes <clears throat> and i was i was gonna say no guns but then i thought about winter soldier and like black widow yeah, some of them you need them yeah yeah, yeah you need guns, you need guns. Feel, yeah definitely i like I, see I always kind of felt like the DC Universe game, like, they should have gone back to that in some way, shape, or form, even if it was Marvel, whatever it was, because it was, like, good on paper. Hell, like, if it was really up dog, I think they should take what Heroes kind of does and then apply that to that kind of game, because mm. Heroes is way more grounded in reality. So, like, I think that kind of goes over well with a lot of other people who don't necessarily like some of the superhero stuff so some of it is a little hokey i guess for some folks mm. i think that stuff yeah that would be super cool man super fucking cool because that's the only thing that really killed the dc game is that they didn't have enough depth in it at all like when you're gonna do that you need the balancing you're talking about absolutely but like you need like a lot of options to make your hero like a lot mm-hmm. a lot mm-hmm. because if you're gonna have a wide ass universe and you have all these people it kind of has to end up looking kind of like how justice league universe looked you know when they had like all those fucking heroes and some of them you don't even know who the hell they are and they're from all different walks of life or whatever yeah and that's kind of how it would need to look but the one that the game that they had out before bro that shit you had literal options to do anything you want to do with your character it was they just didn't push it all the way like, like they needed to it's just what you're talking about yeah, that could be cool. Could be- <laughs> and I think that service could, like, it'd be a games of the service, obviously. I think that could mm-hmm. live on forever because you can just continuously add, like, new trees, new types of heroes, new classes, whatever you want to call it. Um, and, you know, we could do the cosmetics thing. You know, we could we could get the different mm-hmm. uh, costumes in there. You know, you could get the, you could look like Blade. You could look like, 
Iron Fist, whoever, it doesn't matter. Options. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that'd be a great idea. So hopefully maybe someone out there somewhere make it. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, everything we talk about somehow comes to life. This is one of those that I don't think is going to happen. You see that? Watch, watch that be the surprise announcement uh, at the Game Awards. Oh, shit. <laughs> hey. I, I wouldn't be mad about it. Wouldn't be mad yeah, about it. Yeah, I do it. want to see it done again. Just take it seriously, man. Just don't give us a half-assed version because I really feel like that's what they did with that last game. It was not. <laughs> they did not do what they needed. DC Universe was so trash, man. It could have like, been so much better. I don't know how it got so popular and people played it so much. People were spending thousands in that game, and I'm just like, how could you even spend a penny in that game? The game is so cheesy because the concept is is like people people obviously want this thing, you know, like yeah. and at the time like MMOs were like a thing, right? Like World of Warcraft was at an all time high. Like people were like, all right, like let's MMO all the things, you know. And um, yeah, it didn't it didn't really pan out, but that's okay. Um, I mean, hey, this Marvel thing, like like y'all said, maybe we'll manifest it. I really really doubt it, but uh, that I guess that kind of segues into you know us talking about the topics for the week. But you did mention the Game Awards thing. We don't necessarily have news about that, but just a reminder that almost a a, a, a month from now we should be getting the Game Awards. It's, I think it's December 9th, if I remember correctly. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to some big news there. I, I have to assume, like, I feel like around by this time last year, we already had nominees and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're recording this on Wednesday. Watch. I wouldn't be I'm shocked watch. if tomorrow we got some nominees because <laughs> y'all know everything yeah, happens on Thursdays. I can see it. Everything happens on a Thursday, so maybe maybe uh, next episode we'll we'll talk a little bit about the nominees and whatnot. But uh, definitely looking forward to the Game Awards. I'm hearing that it's it's going to be pretty big. I think Jeff Keighley actually just had an interview with um, like an Epic Games blog, <laughs> mm-hmm. and like he was talking about how um, you know they're setting up for a lot of big things. Like it's roughly thirty to forty different reveals this year. Like that's huge. And then he was saying it's going to be a lot more next gen stuff. So uh, he was kind of talking about like the fact that they haven't even obviously haven't scratched the surface of like the PlayStation five and the Xbox series X yet. So this, like a lot of the reviews that are going to be coming from this game awards are going to be more like next gen heavy, maybe even next gen only experiences that'll be coming next year and into 2023. So I'm looking forward to that. But Speaking of uh, next year, our first topic here, uh, we're talking a little bit about the Steam Deck. So Valve announced today that the Steam Deck is actually getting delayed into 2022. So sad, sad, sad. I know uh, myself and Manny, I think you said you got to uh, emails went out letting people know basically that we're not getting it until February of 2022. Um, Mm hmm. Valve in particular cited, let's see here. Actually, I'm going to read you right off the email. Might as well. So the launch of the Steam Deck will be delayed by two months. We're sorry about this. We did our best to work around the global supply chain issues. But due to material shortages, components aren't reaching our manufacturing facilities in time for us to meet our initial launch dates. Based on our updated build estimates, Steam Deck will start shipping February 2022. This will be a new start date of the reservation queue. Uh, basically, they go on to say that uh, if so, like, I, th- I think 
I remember correctly, when I reserved mine, it said that I was going to get mine in 2022 anyways. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll have to go back and look at what the date was that they told me, but I would probably just have to shift that by two months. Um, so yeah, I mean, that kind of sucks in a sense, but at the same time, you know, it gives me a little bit of time to save up. Manny, I know that's something that you mentioned, so definitely get, it's a dub. get it's ready. A big, big W for me. Yeah, yeah, I feel that. I feel that. Um, I mean, well, Manny, you know, you want to want to continue? I mean, obviously... In a way, you're happy about it because you got some time, but, uh, you know. Any Yo, shout out to my broke boys, yo. You know what I'm saying? We can't afford it now, but we can afford it later. Ooh. Broke, Bob, broke. Broke <laughs> daddy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> nah, let me stop. But, yeah, it was a little depressing at first, but in the end, I, you know, like I said, it was just like, yeah, I can I can save up for a little bit, but uh, not going to afford it. Uh, but, you know, it is sad at first, but realistically, if – it probably is a smart move, even though it is because of shortage of supplies and everything like that. We do have a pretty much a nice hefty lineup for games coming out this year, especially not not this year. I mean, like the next couple of months. But uh, I mean, shoot, November coming in heavy. We already got multiple games coming out. We got Forza, which we'll talk about later, of course. We got uh, the GTA trilogy about to come out. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Halo next month. You got Battlefield. So, I mean, either way, it's just too much games to, you know, kind of squeeze in that Steam Deck for some of those people. But what is it called? I'm I'm not mad, you know. Sadly, it happened. But in the end, I feel like it's just going to benefit them uh, more now since they're going to have that Q1 time frame to themselves pretty much. Mm-hmm. It's not really any big games except for, like, Horizon or... um. I forget what the other one's called, but yeah. Yo, excuse oh. me. Oh. Oh. All right. All right. So yeah, Chris. I mean, uh, what do you think about the delay? Um, being a hundred percent honest, man, it's it doesn't really affect me too much. One, because I didn't even get to pre-order it. But two, um, it's not a, 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 a it's not a piece of machinery to me that like is. There's no games that are exclusive to it, right? So it's like it's not no. a thing that's like, yo, you have to get it in order to play something, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, same mm-hmm. thing with you know, even with the damn Switch. And I talk so much shit about that thing, but you need a Switch to to play, you know, Animal Crossing, to play Pokemon, whatever. The, the 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 Steam Deck is built in a way where it's more or less kind of like it's it's a console, but it's like an accessory console. You know what I'm saying? It's not a. There's no games being specifically made for it. So I, I think that alone softens the blow. You know, this is not a situation where, like, you're trying your ass off to get a Series X so that way you can make sure you can play Halo one time or something. Mm-hmm. That, it's not mm-hmm. the same situation. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, it does suck. Obviously, anytime something gets delayed, it sucks. You're not getting it when you expected to get it. But it's 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 really, to me, not the biggest deal in the world. Unless you're literally a dude at home right now who has no other means of playing games and you pre-order this shit like this is my first console and I hope like then I don't know who's doing it. <laughs> Pain for that guy. Yo, real talk, yo, shout out him, yo. It's pretty shout unlikely, but yeah, hey. Never know. Shout out that like one percenter, yo, somebody out there like that. Yo, he really <laughs> saw the Steam Deck and was like, bro, I think I want a game. And you know, maybe this is really fucking him up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Shout out to him. Um. <clears throat> yeah, I I don't know. I just don't see, I don't see it being a, a big blow or anything like that. 
Plus, it's not even like the longest in the world. We're talking about a couple months. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, this, a couple months are really not that bad. It really isn't. All the stuff is already coming out. Holiday season is upon us. Nobody is waiting for the Steam Deck to game on any to, to, to game any particular game. We're fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's perfectly fine. Yeah, it's Nothing it's definitely you, you. You made a great point. It's like uh, it's like an auxiliary console, right? Like a, it's a, it complements what you already have. Whether you already have a PC or you already have an Xbox or whatever, you know, it's really designed for portable use, right? Um, so yeah, no, I definitely feel you on that. <clears throat> I you know I feel the same way. Um, and Manny, you obviously made the point already, but it's, you know, it's probably a better thing long-term. Although I guess they're not really starving for people to like buy the system because they're already kind of backward as it is, but you know, Mm -hmm. some, maybe some people wouldn't have been able to afford it because they're worried about getting battlefield and Forza and call of duty and, you know, all the things that are coming out within this window. So Mm -hmm. we'll see. It's the holiday season. Yeah, yeah, we good, we good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, again, speaking of, uh, we'll move on to, to the next topic here. But kind of talking about some of those games that have just come out in this week. Uh, I think one of the biggest ones and the ones that you know, the one that we've all gotten a chance to play is Forza Horizon Five. Um, just having an absolutely fantastic launch so far. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, Phil Spencer just tweeted out today that they've had over 4.5 million players so far across PC, cloud, and console. So, um, you know, basically he's proclaiming that this is the largest launch day for any Xbox Game Studios game ever. So huge win for Playground Games, huge win for Microsoft. Um, Obviously, the game has just been getting a ton, a ton, a ton of praise. I think, you know, I saw a couple 10 out of 10s in some different places, uh, 9.5s, you know, generally lauded as one of the best game, uh, best racing games, I should say, you know, mm-hmm. that you can get right now, hands down. And um, yeah, I mean, I I definitely have to agree with that. I'm really enjoying my time playing in in, uh, in Mexico. Uh, yeah, I, I love the, the, the progression system, the way like it's, I, I know like some people were complaining like, oh, why can't I just, play all the different types of races and all that stuff. And th- for those of you who haven't played it yet, it's set up in such a way that you need to start, like you start playing, you have to do a certain set of like basic races for you to then unlock different types of races as you go on. Like every race that you complete earns you points and those points go towards unlocking different race types. So like it takes a little bit of time to unlock street racing. So if you're like a big street racer guy, you have to actually get to that point, right? Um, there's like road races, uh, off-roading stuff. Um, and then there's like PR stunts. So like, like racing a train, racing a, a plane, like those, those types of things, like it's all kind of segmented out and you have to kind of work your way through all that stuff. I personally like that. I think it's pretty cool. And you know, it's, it's a video game. That's kind of how video games work. So it's something that I personally am used to, but I know that some people have kind of, that's been kind of the, one of the only complaints I've seen so far, but other than that, man, I really have to say, like, I'm, I'm loving the experience so far. Um, so, you know, let's just get into it. You know, let's go around. Mm-hmm. Chris, I know you got a chance to play a little bit the other day. What do you think of it so far, man? It's really good, man. It's uh, graphically beautiful. And, and, you know, mind you guys, I fucking suck at driving in this game. I'm trash. <laughs> I crash every five mm-hmm. seconds. I, 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 I'm really 
it, it's been a really long time since I actually played a racing game like this, um, or even any kind of racing simulator for that matter. It, outside of, I don't know, uh, Cyberpunk, that's like <laughs> the closest like I've gotten to like really be in a racing type of situation. So this game, I'm gonna tell you what my favorite thing about this game is, and it's not the graphics, not any of that shit. My favorite thing about this game, surprisingly enough. I don't know if y'all are paying attention to this shit, but the haptics that they have done in this game are, like, incredible. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not no hyperbole, no none of that shit. It's funny because I'm playing it last night, and um, it made me think. I'm like, damn, man, the PS5 controller got a lot of love for all the haptics and blah, 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 blah. And I'm not saying that the Xbox controller is better than it or whatever. I'm not saying any of that. I'm just saying I didn't know that it was capable for them to do what they're doing with the controller until I played this game. The way how they make the controller feel when you're driving is, is I don't even fully know how to describe it. My dude, like that shit is wild how they did it. There's parts of the controller that move that I didn't know were capable of moving until playing this game. You mm -hmm. feel me? Like I, it feels like it's segmented how they did some of the stuff. Like there's parts of the, uh, there's a uh, parts of the top of the controller that seem like they move at different times, and then there's parts in, like, the actual parts that you hold mm. that mm -hmm. also feel like they'll, they will move at certain times. There's subtlety to some of it. There's, um... There's legit a difference in every terrain, going through water, going through the air, going slow, going fast, burning out, drifting. Dog, it does not matter. Every single thing that you could do with that car has a specific haptic response to it I, I to, to me that is wild like i know that seems like a small thing but you know how i bugged out over at red dead when i saw the snow and i was like yo this is such a really cool physics thing that they did in this game it's the same kind of mind-blowing experience for me but just via the controller and how they actually brought that out of it mm. it doesn't matter what game I played thus far on this this console? This is the first one that made me say, "What the fuck? Like, <laughs> how did you make it? How did you make the game where I can feel literally as though I'm kind of driving and I'm almost holding a wheel, but with, with, with the controller? Yeah. Usually, you got to go out and buy the you know the little setup and actually get all that stuff to really kind of like get the full experience. And I'm sure you know, obviously, I would still add to the experience now, but. I am. I have to applaud them for that alone. What they got out of this controller, that haptic feedback wise, is like I clap. I just gotta clap for a minute. <laughs> to me, that shit is incredible. I, I know it's. I'm again. Maybe I'm harping on something small, but man, that is that to me made the game. That literally made the game. Fuck the graphics. Fuck how many roads and maps are in the game. All that shit is awesome too. Not shitting on it. They made it feel. I don't know, buttery smooth. I don't know what the what the description you kind of want to use for this is, but it it they pull that off. Whatever it is, they pull it off in the yeah. controller. In the controller, that's what... that shit's wild to me, man. I do wild. think that that's like they are one of the few studios who do utilize like almost every portion of like the vibe, the like haptics stack that is in an Xbox controller. Because yeah, I don't I don't feel that way in other games, and you specifically outlined like going through water that's that's the one that stuck out to me the most like that's probably the most it sounds weird but like it's the most visceral or like immersive part of playing a game is like you hit the water and you're like fuck like my car i i noticed not only do i really notice my car is going slow because obviously i slowed down in the game but like i don't know the the like way it feels through the controller it's just like 
boom, like it just kind of jolts you a bit. It's yeah, mm-hmm. it's amazing. It's definitely yeah, man. Amazing. Um, that shit is crazy. Yeah, I, and <clears throat> I feel like you feel it in everything too. Like, okay, you're you're going super yeah. fast. You hit the brakes. Like you can feel it in each uh, trigger too. Like the vibration mm-hmm. like differs in each trigger depending on what it is that mm-hmm. you're doing. And um, to to like add to that too, the sound. Oh my god, the sound in the game. Like, you, I don't know if it uses Dolby Atmos or whatever, but like the the sound using these headphones sounds so freaking clean. It's like not only are you hearing like the engine like roaring and whatnot, but like hearing all the sound around you. I was playing the uh, Eliminator game. I think that's what it's called, right? Eliminator, the the battle royale one. Battle royale, yeah. And like hearing. Like you, the whole point is to stay away from people, right? So you don't have to race them. That, you know, that's like largely what you're trying to do in that game mode. But like, you can kind of hear people like creeping up on you to try to like start racing you, and like, I don't know, it just it just feels so it feels good and it sounds good and it's just very very immersive. Yeah, and this is from car to car people. Remember that. Yeah. Like for sure. everything he just said and I just said is literally from car to car. So you gotta think about just how much detail is in this video game it mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah every car feels it's different stupid. every car has its own personality stupid. for sure yeah man Ooh. yeah manny what's uh what do you think about the game so far man yeah um i definitely love the attention to detail um even from the small things like whatever exhaust you pick changes the exhaust note from what you hear with the car to like the engines you pick will change the engine noise as well and all that fun stuff um, that's the kind of details I love, especially like now instead of just like picking all the best upgrades, I'm just, just looking. All right, what what sounds the best? You know what I'm saying? Because you know Rice Boys out here. <laughs> but <laughs> what is it called? Yeah, I love that detail. Um, you know the customization is great. A lot of stuff you can do with your car and everything like that. Um. The only thing I was upset about was they took out a body kit for 350Z, and I was upset because they had a Forza Horizon 4, but they took it out for 5. But I let that slide because everything else is great about the game. <laughs> um, like Chris said, it feels great when you play on an Xbox controller. You don't need all that, you know, extra net accessories like the PlayStation with the triggers and everything like that because the vibration is really handled very well, so you feel everything very pleasantly. Pause. But... <laughs> <laughs> the vibration is... I mean it's true yo like it really do feel great I love the gameplay Uh, the way everything drives feels great the controls great of course Forza is really known for having a great driving experience and a racing simulation slash arcade experience but Horizon and Motorsport I love the attention to detail everything Mexico looks beautiful you know what I'm saying they show you the good side unlike Hollywood would show you the bad side, of course. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> it was funny because we were talking to my friends or whatever, and then they were like, "Yo, where's where's drug lords at? The gang banging and everything." <laughs> I was like, "Yo, and they all about that. Yeah, that's not what it's cool. all about." You know what I'm saying? We chill. The forest looks great. I love the way the environment looks. The little small towns that they have scattered around the map. I got myself a beach house, of course. We chilling. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, the progression as well. I love the progression. And it's easy. I feel like the game is very welcoming in a sense where you're not just starting into a game and it's like, all right, I got to earn a lot of money to get this or, you know, to grind. You know what I'm saying? I feel like it's very welcoming in the sense where they have these wheel spins. The more you race and level up, they throw you these wheel spins will actually help you get more money in cars as well, which is really great when you're trying to explore different cars. So you get the free car, you upgrade it and you decide to drive and you're like, Oh wow, that's my new favorite car now. So everything pretty much about Forza horizon five is just perfect. And, and you know, the best honestly looking game to date, you know, so we got to wait to see, you know, horizon zero dawn, but Forza horizon, the better horizon at this point. <laughs> it, is, it is easily, easily, easily the best looking game mm-hmm. I've ever seen. Um, so, and I have a question for you also after. Sorry, go ahead. Well, I, I was I was just gonna say going around real quick, and then you could ask your thing. Um, you know that actually brings me to my next question though. What mode are you guys playing on? Because I know some people are playing on uh, performance, some people are playing on quality. I myself am playing on quality mode, so mm-hmm. I'm I'm rocking with the 30 frames just so that I could get the the full beauty of the game. So, uh, Manny, what are you running? Quality as well. Quality. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Chris, what about you? Same, same. Okay, okay. So, yeah, yeah we, all, we all out here with the 30 frames. You know, it's funny because I would usually pick a 60 frames mode, but, like, this game just looks too good to, like, yeah, not. Like, mm-hmm. I, I remember I, I started playing in 60 frames with the performance mode, and, you know, I, I thought I still thought it looked good and everything like that, but I was like, all right, let me switch over to the quality mode. And, I like, when I hit the quality mode, I just happened to, like, when you switch modes, the game restarts. So it restarted put me back into the world and then I drive down the road a little bit and I'm like I see in the distance the um the like the storm the like dust storm or sandstorm I love that thing bruh oh, I was like yo I love driving punched it I was like I'm going through that I gotta see what this looks like oh mm-hmm. man it just looks so beautiful in yeah, that quality fire. so dope, dope. Mm-hmm. Well, what I feel like they did like really good is they made it feel like 30 frames per second, like really felt like that cinematic feel. Mm-hmm. And like, you know, when you watch movies and stuff like that, movies are usually around like 29 to 30 frames per second, pretty much. So like the fact that Forza does a really good job of not only just making it feel like a cinematic experience, but they also like make 30 frames per second feel smooth. And, you know, all you frame per second performance noobs out there talking about 120 hertz and everything like that. Like, don't get me wrong. It's nice to have a smooth game. But when you like perfect 30 frames per second and make it look like a very nice cinematic experience that they've done very well, it makes the game so much better, especially with like the quality um, bonus you get with everything looking pretty much smooth and everything like that. And it, like, it really makes the game so much more enjoyable. Like, I just be driving around, no music on, just listening to the car, and I just feel like I'm just vibing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it is kind of like a zen-like experience, right? It is, it mm-hmm. is, it is. Like, yeah. especially many when, when... So Manny and I have played a couple of the, the co-op races, and, like, generally you and I were, like, complaining about the bots and, like, the fact that they were, like, cutting corners like it was nothing. But there was, like, a couple yeah. of times where it was just, like just zoned out nobody's saying anything just going through the race although you had me going through that 15 minute race and i wanted to kill you bro i literally wanted to kill you yo hey, i <laughs> thought that was bad imagine if we actually did the goliath like we wanted to oh bro, the goliath God. is 
like I wasn't expecting that race to be long, but like I did that race because it was like one of the last races for the Apex um festival. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was long. Fifteen minutes took forever. And let me tell you, me and Denzel were screaming, <laughs> screaming on these bots because I play in a harder difficulty. So like the bots are just like cheat codes out there. They know how to break and everything like that. So of course, me and Denzel gonna make our mistakes. But like when we trying to do the Goliath, we first tried it in like S one class. You know, and I just felt like, you know, it would be a good idea to go to S two. The minute we go to S two. <laughs> It's a different breed. <laughs> everybody was going fast. You know, my car had a thousand horsepower. Everybody else's car probably had a thousand horsepower too. We're getting dust, and I'm like, yeah, well, I'm quitting. This yeah, speed. I don't want to deal with it. It was it was like surreal racing that fast. It was like, bro, I uh, nah, for, for races like that, maybe 60, 60 frames is better because you know that's probably like more for like the competitive racing scene. But yeah. if you're doing casual A S one even. Yeah, yeah, the perform- uh, quality definitely works. Yeah, we're trying to chill. We're trying to chill for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Chris, you, you said you had a question, so uh, well, I have a comment and a question. So, the first thing is, uh, my first race that I did, like, I guess in the campaign or whatever, I didn't realize that it brought people in from your uh, your friends list <laughs> as the NPCs. Yeah, so then I was in a race and I saw y'all out of nowhere, and I was like, What the fuck? What? Oh, shit. <laughs> and then Everybody dusted me, and I fucking crashed, and I couldn't even catch back up to nobody. So I was like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. Man, I can't even catch up. I'm leaving. And I was like, damn. They just fucking whooped my ass, and they're <laughs> damn. And then I realized you guys weren't really y'all, and I was like, oh, it wasn't even them. Whatever. What's that? I took the time. <laughs> but anyways, yeah. my question... um. So some people are even going as far as calling this like game of the year worthy, right? Mm-hmm. But then you got other folks who are like, and it, it reminds me of the the whole Marvel never getting an Oscar thing or whatever. Mm. But do you think it's fair that this game can't possibly win that award just because it's a car simulator? Because there's people out there who believe that it, it doesn't quite meet the qualifications of something that should win a game of the year. In my opinion. It, it doesn't always have to be like a you know Last of Us or whatever. If if you make a simulator that has a decent amount of detail and all that kind of stuff, I feel like that's just as much of hard work as you know the other side. So I'm I'm asking y'all, do y'all think that's like a fair assessment to like disqualify this from that discussion? Because so far, especially based on just numbers, like how do you not how do you not bring it up? <laughs> like how do you? Okay, so this is gonna be crazy because we're gonna have this conversation, and tomorrow I like I feel it in my bones. Tomorrow <laughs> Jeff Keeley's going to send out a tweet and be like, "Bam, here are the nominees for the Game Awards," and I'm gonna be pissed. Um, and I'm pretty sure Horizon's not gonna be on the list for Game of the Year. Mm-hmm. But the thing that bothers me about it is a game like Horizon. As great as it is, <clears throat> it will always get shoved into the category of racing slash sports game. And like mm-hmm. that's it'll like it'll be like best racing slash sports game. This will win that category handily, but like it needs I don't I don't know if I could say that it necessarily should be in the conversation for game of the year. But 
I, I wonder if I'm saying that because of the bias of like the things that I've seen in the past, right? Like where games yeah. like this don't get that, don't even get that consideration. Yeah. Because it is a masterpiece, right? Like it's, it is that's an amazing yeah. game. How do you not bring it up? You know? Mm-hmm. It I feel will, like that's unfair to the devs. You know I, oh, I, like, I absolutely sure. agree. I absolutely agree. They'll definitely win best Xbox. Oh, yeah. Yes, they will win best Xbox game because technically Halo won't fit into that category because Halo will come out too late. So I think it'll get best Xbox game. But yeah, I don't know, man. That's a tough one. I, it ain't, ain't exactly winning like game of the year. It's definitely not winning. I don't think winning you know, is... You know I, what's winning? What? Cyberpunk, bro. Oh, Cyberpunk oh, winning game of the year? Don't you, bro. <laughs> I, I think for me, my, my question, or like I think the more important conversation is around whether or not it deserves a nomination. I don't think it's going to win, even if it, if it got nominated. But I think the, the, the thing is that games like that normally don't get a nomination at all. And I definitely think it's like a point of contention. Um, hmm. Realistically, though, like our nomination games, whatever. No, this is like what, five, six, seven, maybe nominated. Like, personally, I, I mean, maybe I got to refresh my memory, but well, I can't really like name like five or six other games that Forza Horizon would have fallen into that category of a nomination. But I probably don't play as much games as I used to. Like the only games I can really think of that they can probably fit in. I know people were talking about Hitman being a nomination. People were talking about Returnal. People were talking about Ratchet and Clank. Maybe Returnal ain't even in the conversation. Though. Well, sorry, not Returnal. Yeah. Hitman's not in the conversation anymore. It's definitely it's gotta be. And this this is like an early prediction. I'm thinking Deathloop, Returnal. Oh, forgot about Deathloop. Um, <laughs> Ratchet and Clank. Uh, damn. You know they're gonna have some random ass indie game in there somewhere. You gotta. Like yeah, there's like, always a Hades game. There, there's always yeah, but Hades, Hades like deserve that though. Like no, it, and I know. I'm just saying it, there's always one though. There's always. But I can't. I can't think of like. I'm. I'm sure it exists, but I can't think of like a big indie game that really hit this year. You know. Um, <laughs> I've been hearing some people bring up Metroid Dread. Actually, yeah, like I, that's a game that, that probably I, yeah, that's a game I need to buy because I, I really want to try that out. People were like really, really, really talking about how great that game is. Um, damn, bro, I cannot think of any other games that would. I feel like Forza deserves a nomination, especially with the that amount of praise it's getting. Bad. The only the only people hating on is PlayStation News. I can't play. Of course, it, you know yeah, what I'm saying. And even so, they could probably play it on the Playstations at <laughs> the cloud gaming. Yeah, they could. Yeah, that cloud gaming <laughs> would be hitting, bro. People don't realize. <sighs> Purists, man, I think, like, even if we take out the PlayStation dudes, I still think there's a decent amount of folks, even on our platform, that, like, are still going to be negative towards putting a game like that in the category. No mm-hmm. doubt. No doubt. I I, th- yes. I think yes. I think there's, like, a, a mentality in the industry where, like, sports games and racing games don't get critical enough acclaim that they get that mantle of Game of the Year. Like, it almost mm-hmm. always ends up being... Story like based. The, the the PlayStation yeah. type of game, right? Like the, the like the Sony first party exclusive type of game that's like third person third person like adventure action something or another. Like shooters don't even get thrown into that category anymore. Like it has to be like a very specific like narrative experience, and that's what usually gets game of the year. I felt something. <laughs> it's got to be one of those. It's got to be yeah. You got to. 
you know, get the heartstrings tugged going yeah. and all that shit. I, I, you know what, though? I will say that's at least for the Game Awards. Like, obviously, like, different sites do different, like, IGN does different things and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Sometimes those get different Game of the Game of the Year, like, nods. And I think, like, Halo Infinite will probably get a couple Game of the Year nods from um, places that aren't the Game Awards. Because, obviously, I think Halo, yeah, I think we talked about this already. Halo comes out the same week as the Game Awards, so I don't think mm-hmm. it gets to fall into the category of game of the year or any of that type of stuff. But like some of the other websites that would be doing it a little bit later in the year, like at the end of the year or the end of December, more specifically, I think, yeah, you'll probably see some halo nominations and things like that. But Forza, I don't know, man, that's something I'm definitely very curious about. We'll we'll circle back to it next week. Right. I mean, well, assuming that the nominations come out tomorrow, like I'm like, I think I hope so. I I don't know what else they're planning on with this game, but like, Maybe that's one of the reasons that if I was to think of anything that says that they wouldn't do it, it's because it's they might not have enough time to like truly live with the game like that. Because by the time the Game Awards comes out, it'll only be up for a month, unless you had early access or whatever. I'm so sure like, a month is more than enough time, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this game would definitely like being the Game Awards. Even considering like maybe possible like, add-ons and all that bullshit, you think a month is enough to... Totally, absolutely. I mean, yeah. I, mean... I want to say... Doom Eternal got nominated, and I think Doom Eternal came out around the same time last year. Oh, I, don't, shit, I don't remember exactly, but I don't remember either. But watch Riders Republic at Game of the Year before. It. <laughs> and and I like Riders Republic, but that shit ain't got nothing on this is detail. Like, oh, there's no, no way. Definitely, there's no way. Riders Republic oh. will sit firmly in that racing sports game category, and that's perfect. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what they did. They ain't do enough, but they did a lot with Forza, man. Like, mm-hmm. I just think those dudes need to be champion for one second yeah i know it's not the norm but like at the very least bring their name up when you're talking about this award that's it even mm-hmm. if you don't give it to them bring their name up man show their graphic on the damn tv give them some respect yeah for sure come on i mean it's it's definitely getting a lot of critical acclaim so i i think like people are really giving it its time in the sun but i don't know i don't know how far that goes i definitely am curious to see um but pivoting to the next topic here into a game that I'm sure is going to get a lot of conversation on Game of the Year when when it comes out, regardless of if it's actually deserving of it or not, because it fits that that style of game that people really want to talk about, um, and that's Elden Ring. Elden Ring's been getting uh, a lot of talk this week. Uh, I think today in particular, a lot of previews went out, um, and then I think last week, Manny, if, if I remember correctly, was the uh, gameplay stream. Yeah, it was that like drops? a couple days ago, actually, that I oh, seen okay. it. Oh, Monday. I think it was like Monday, yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, either way, getting a lot more information on Elden Ring that we had, had gotten, you know, since that trailer. Um, personally, I have some mixed feelings about it. Chris, I, I think you've uh, articulated the same. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll definitely get into it. Manny, I'm going to start with you on what you think about what you've seen so far, because I know you've been the most high on it out of the three of us, so... All I gotta say is the bonfire has been lit, boys. The game—I don't care what any of y'all say. Yo, that game looks amazing. For what it has to offer, what I see Chris nodding his head, so I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say because y'all give a shit on me. But I thoroughly looked at the gameplay, and the hype definitely built up, and I can't wait till that game drops in January, bro. Like I. I'm such a big fan of the Souls franchise, even though half the games I played I never beat. But, you know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about how good the game looks, in my opinion. I mean, like, the little dev um, trailer that they showed um, that I saw a couple days ago by Bandai, 
that being that from software. Um, what is it called? Like the stuff they showed, the boss battles and everything like that, the dungeons and everything. I, I saw like got me hyped. I can't wait to go explore the world and go to these mysterious dungeons, get these you know new experiences that they say they have from every dungeon because they said every dungeon's different. Um, with different enemies and all that kind of stuff, so I can't wait to get my hands on it, honestly. Okay. Um, Chris, what you got to say, my boy? Um, I, I got to keep it a whole buck fifty with you, my guy, Manny. I got to keep it a whole two Virgils. I can't wait to hear This is probably the most disconnected I think I am from an opinion he has from a game and then what I have in terms of because you said you, it looks beautiful. And I'm like, <laughs> are we looking at the same game, bro? I, I think, I, I do game. think, though, I do think we might have to, like, at least clarify with Manny. Manny, when you say it looks beautiful, do you mean, like, graphically you think the game looks beautiful? Or are you just talking about, as a whole, you think, like, this looks like a, a great game that you're going to have a lot of fun with? I feel like, as a whole, gameplay... I I mean I'm looking at the graphics. I don't think the graphics are as bad as y'all guys are making it seem. I mean, yeah, we we got spoiled with Forza Horizon Five, but realistically, come on, we're talking about this big old universe with you know all this kind of things, a lot of stuff going on. Like, yeah, maybe the graphics may not look like Forza Horizon Five, but or Horizon Forbidden West. But I I, I mean, in my opinion, the game looks solid to me. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put a. I'm going to put a hold on that because I have questions for you when I give my synopsis. But Chris, I don't want to get into your, I don't want to oh, dig man. into your time. So go ahead. Okay. Um, <clears throat> th- yeah, that's probably my biggest gripe I can come up with is, is graphically. Because um, everything else in the game doesn't look bad. You know, and if I'm being 100% real, if the gameplay is the way it needs to be, if the story is the way it needs to be, the graphics, they matter, but they're not like, you know, the top thing on the list. Because, you know, being 100% real, I'll go back and play Oblivion if I'm feeling like it. And Oblivion's old. You know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is old, but it's, it's fire. Like, that's a good-ass fucking game. So I have no problem every once in a blue moon dusting that off. I played Skyrim, I cannot tell you how many times. And I, you know, earlier, before we started recording, y'all, I had kind of thought Skyrim could contend with this graphically. Denzel <laughs> does not believe this. I definitely don't believe that. I'm just <laughs> saying. Shit. I'm just saying. Even as it may. You know, if if the graphics ain't hitting, but everything else is, then that's fine. You know, the fact that they're even talking about Breath of the Wild comparisons in any kind of shape or form is always a good thing to me. Um, Especially if the dungeons are unique and if there are a lot of them. I want, if that's the case, make them unique, make a lot of them, but also go all the way with that Zelda thing. Because one thing that Breath of the Wild didn't do was, like, make them, like, hidden. And that was one of the most dope things about the handheld version of the game, was walking around. Is there a crack in that wall? Oh, shit, that is a crack. And you're mm-hmm. throwing the bomb, and it opens up, and you're like, oh, shit, y'all walk past this thing, like, mad times, and I never noticed <laughs> that. Let me walk in. That part is crucial, because that's really, really, like, cool to have when you're playing the game. You know, the Breath of the Wild thing, although all of them were unique, they were very much, you knew where they were. You didn't have to find any of them. You didn't have to bust open any kind of like walls to get to them or anything like that. Mm-hmm. There wasn't the whole, uh, I found something cool factor. 
You know what I'm saying? And I think that that could definitely uh, be improved upon, hopefully, in this. But yeah, it's, it's just the graphics that kind of like strike me as like just not next gen, but not bad. They just don't look next gen. You know what I'm saying? The the the, the boss fight that they had in the little trailer or whatever, it looked cool. It reminded me a lot of like Monster Hunter kind of stuff where you have to kind of like learn the patterns that they're going to be using and when they're going to be striking and all that kind of stuff and kind of get your weak points or whatever. But yeah, it's just, it's just, I don't know. I don't know what engine they're on or what they're doing, whatever, but whatever they chose to do with this, I just don't like it graphically. You know, it's funny. We talk shit about Outriders graphically, but like, I, we can't talk shit about Outriders and not talk shit about this. We, we cannot. <laughs> we, we cannot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't that's that's a that's that's not a fair comparison, but I, I understand what you're saying. I understand what you're saying. Um okay, so for me, I'm gonna echo a lot of what Chris said here. Um actually like these previews and the gameplay stream that they dropped the other day have done a lot to make me more excited for this game. Um like I there's a there's a huge disconnect for me with like the whole fan base and people being like this is gonna be amazing like i don't see that yet right but this this gameplay stream that we've shown off it's like okay i like i like what i see from the 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 gameplay side of things the combat looks cool the fact that like you have these kind of larger than life battles um look really cool to me i failed to see so so two gripes i have i failed to see how this game pushes like the souls like genre further along like i'm not not seeing any of that like it doesn't look there's nothing about the game so far that looks innovative to me right it looks like very much more of the same it just looks like a dark souls 4 or whatever um i understand that you know the story is gonna supposed to be amazing because you got the same guy who made game of thrones yada yada yada. okay whatever i don't know any of that yet so i can't speak to it yet but i don't know i just i'm not like the the dungeon thing sounds cool but like we've seen it before right like, what is it about this game that's supposed to be so different to push forward, like, this genre that, like, it was supposed, supposedly the most anticipated game of last year, all this other stuff. Like, what about it? Like, why do I want to talk about it as far as, like, anticipation and being as important for gaming as, like, a Halo or, you know, whatever, like, what Cyberpunk was supposed to be and all that different type of stuff? Like, I don't see anything that, like, for me is going to be like mind blowing and revolutionary. It looks like it's going to be a great game and I'm I'm excited, I'm going to get it, I'm going to play it. My next gripe is the graphics, just like you were mentioning, Chris. And Manny, I posit a question for you. Um why does Dark why does uh Demon Souls on PlayStation 5 look better than this game? I'm going to say this. I'm not going to say anything about the graphics being better or worse than Demon's Souls until I get my hands on this. Because we're just seeing gameplay trailers from streams that are, like, for example, this IGN stream. It's only 1080p, 60 frames. You're not getting that full 4K experience you would be getting playing on your Xbox Series X. So realistically, you're not getting the full experience that, you you know, you're supposed to be seeing when you play the game. So That's from what I'm seeing right now, 1080p, 60, the game, in my opinion, looks good. Uh, you know, like I said, it's not that Forza Horizon Five looking amazing experience. That's not the comparison um, we're making, though. Stop doing that. Don't do that. Demon Souls. <laughs> Demon Souls. I mean, I could argue that the game probably would look like this in 1080p. I mean, there's no argument to I you. Play, I, 
played Demon Souls. And I know you did. That's I've been playing Demon Souls recently, right? And if I could compare the two, like I said, it, in my opinion, it still kind of looks like the same thing. And I understand mm-hmm. what you're trying to say is like, oh, it's the same thing. Oh, what is it doing? That's making that evolutionary, whatever. But like, you also gotta remember. I remember we had a conversation months ago when the medium was coming out, and how Chris was saying how, yeah, the game doesn't look great, and then me and you were saying that the graphics may not look good, but we agreed that there's a lot of stuff going on around the world that may be, take a factor in why the graphics may not be looking like what it should be or what you think it should be, because there's probably a lot of stuff going on that you don't know about. So. And that's another thing, too. Yeah, it may not look crisp and clean, but I'm sure there's a lot in the world going on that we don't know about yet because we haven't played the game yet. I'm not buying that, bro. I, I see what you're trying you to do, to and I, I get you. I get where you you're going. But, you know, like that's you know that's why I, I'm a big Souls fan, so obviously it might sound a little biased, but realistically, I think this game... Looks like a pretty solid game, gameplay wise and graphic wise. I mean, nobody's big, nobody's debating the gameplay. Nobody's debating gameplay. Like it looks good gameplay wise, but when you when you look at the graphics, it's like for all the hype that was there, the fact that this is on next gen consoles, all that, and like honestly, a, a large part of me is like hoping that all the footage that we've been seeing is actually like PlayStation Four and like Xbox One. Like that's what I'm hoping. And that, you know, like, whatever it is that when it comes out, like, with the, the, the next-gen stuff, it's getting, like, ray tracing and all those different things. And I guess that conversation hasn't been had yet. I don't know what exactly we're all playing this on and if it's had its enhancements yet, right? I know some people are playing it on PlayStation 5, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it's gotten the PlayStation 5 enhancements, right? So that's one thing that I'm really holding out hope for because when I look at the game, I'm like, yo, I don't... I'm just not seeing what everybody's seeing. And like, this just may be one of those things where it's just like, Chris and I are just thinking differently than other people or whatever. Or maybe people are really just drinking the Kool-Aid on like uh, the From Software games. But I feel like Demon Souls, again, on PS5, looks better. I feel like when Bloodborne came out um, on PS4, like at the time, that was a like a graphical improvement over things that we had seen in the past and i just don't feel that way about this game i i guess i understand that this is supposed to be more open world and so on and so i I don't know man i'm just i i don't know what i'm missing here i i must be missing something i'm obviously still going to get the game i mean you also got to take into factor too that demon souls was taken from a game that came out many years ago upgraded to look pretty much like a showcase game for the PlayStation 5. So, of course, that game's going to look spot on. And the thing with Demon's Souls is, since that game is so old, the game's probably not taking as much, like, there's not probably as much going on as Elden Ring. So maybe the graphics may have to get dumbed down a little bit to, like, kind of, you know, make the game run as well as they want because, you know, this game running at 60 frames per second, I'm sure, just like how every other next-gen game is, is a quality and performance mode. Maybe they're just focusing on performance instead of quality. I hope so. I feel like most most studios, when they're showcasing a game, do not pick performance mode. They pick quality mode true. on purpose. So, like, I doubt that that's what's happening. I hope I hope that you're right. I really do. Like, I... Like I said, I'm going to get this game. Like I'm I'm excited for the gameplay aspects of this game. Like I want to fight all the the fucking monsters in the world 
Um, I want to do it in co-op because that's actually one thing that I'm actually very excited about is like the, the co-op element of it. But I cannot get over like how this just doesn't look like what I'm expecting it to look like. I was expecting a graphical showcase and I'm not seeing that at all. Like at all. And I and I, I mean, I'm surprised that you're not like I don't know, like I, I feel like you can can you can concede that it doesn't look graphically amazing and still like understand that it's going to be a good game. Like like I, I feel like you think we're sitting here saying this is gonna be a trash game. I don't think it's gonna be a trash game. I think it's gonna be an amazing game. I just don't understand why the graphics look so mediocre. Like I don't I, think the graphics are mediocre. I think I think Cyberpunk looks better than this game. Oh, by graphically, mile. like by a mile. And there's a lot going on in Cyberpunk. That's, that's like I, like, like I said. This, like yeah, it's a nice little gameplay they showed, and the link that you sent for us to see is you know it's a 1080p 60 frames. Like I said, unless I get the game on hands on 4K 60 frames, whatever, on my hands, I'm not gonna like make a final judgment call and say the graphics look bad because. You also got to realize that, you know, I'm sure all the rendering and stuff like that has to take in the factor of it being uploaded to YouTube. So you're not getting the full. Bro, but like, bro, come bro. on. Like, you can sit there and look. Okay, so so I, I didn't, I didn't want to make this comparison. You made it earlier, right? As far as Forza Horizon goes. You look at Forza Horizon gameplay and you know that game looks good. Like, upload uploading to YouTube and losing whatever fidelity that you're losing you look at that game and you know it looks good all the ramp up to cyberpunk when like that was coming out you looked at it you know it looked good so to say that feels disingenuous bro like i think i think when you (laughs) when you get a game in your hands like the feel of it is definitely something that can overtake the graphical side of things and i've conceded to you that i think that that is probably where their focus lies making it like buttery smooth, 60 frames, all that stuff. And I think that that is going to be its bread and butter. But like, I don't think you need to get the game in your hands to know that like, this doesn't look as good as it should, especially when you have the launch trailer come out. And usually for most people, the launch, like the, not launch trailer, sorry, the reveal trailer is supposed to be like, supposed to look better than the game actually looks when it comes out. And the fact that that didn't happen, I just like, I don't know, man, I'm really worried about the, like, Again, I'm going to concede that there's a chance that there may be some sort of next gen like upgrade that might come like, you know, down the road or whatever that'll give it those enhancements that we want to see. But uh, all this footage I'm seeing so far, I don't know. I'm looking at all these comments and I have not seen one bad comment about graphics. Because honestly, because I don't think that that's what people care about in this game. And that's fine. And that's fair. It's totally fair. I personally, for me, that was just one of the things that like really like it was jarring to me. I even see somebody, yo, somebody said, yo, shout out to Twong Hang. Wow, the graphic is absolutely stunning and everything is so much better. Wow, yo, look at that. He's comparing it to the older game, though, no? He said everything's much better. If you're comparing it to the other game, hands down, yeah, absolutely. Looks better. I'll say I will definitely give you that. But like my comparison point is like, the industry as a whole right now not just the old like dark dark souls 3 or whatever that's not my comparison right my comparison is okay this is the point where we're at in gaming this is supposed to be like a a, a showcase of what from software can do and i think that they're capable of making good graphics like i don't know it's weird like i said 
I feel like you can't really make a final judgment call and say, get your hands in the game and play it. But I don't think the game looks as bad as you guys are making out to see. Like, I wouldn't call it as bad as mediocre. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's kind of a little too harsh. But, maybe, like I said, I feel like y'all just got spoiled by Horizon 5. And, oh, not even. We felt like this I know you talked about it once ago, but like I said, we got spoiled by Forza Horizon 5. I bet you if Forza Horizon 5 never came out, you'd probably be like, oh my god, this game looks Man, you see, that's that's the problem. That's the problem with like that's the problem with your arguments though, right? Like if you if you want to say, like, okay, sure, like we have we'll have a dis- difference of opinion, that's fine. But like to sit there and say, like, oh, we're spoiled, but like that's just that's really disingenuous, bro. Like oh, I just feel like that's weird. As bad as you're making it, man. But it's just whatever. It's, it's like my a six out of ten on the graphics. Like we gotta keep it a book. It's it's definitely. I would I would crank it up a little bit higher. Like I think we all have differing opinions about how good or bad the graphics are. I don't think it's a six. I just don't like. I'm expecting at least a nine, and it's not. It's not there. Like I'm. I would give it like seven and a half. Man, all we gotta say is man. Oh no, man. Cyberpunk looked fucking phenomenal for all the bullshit that it had. It looked, it's one of the best looking video games still to me right now, even with all the bullshit. I don't know. Like, if we're talking about Cyberpunk, yeah, maybe on PC it looks amazing, but once I'm nah, talking this shit, this shit that game good looked, looked series definitely looked better <laughs> on Xbox. On the Xbox oh, One, that, like, it's, it's it's supposed to be made or whatever Taylor's Xbox One, whatever. It did not look better than this. Yeah, I'm just gassing it up. Right uh, 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 but just because Cyberpunk had all those flashing lights and everything like that, nah, man. Uh, you, you think this looks better than Witcher Three? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, like, it looks oh, better than Witcher Three. Come on, Chris. It definitely. You're does. just like I said. Like I think they're like in the same boat. Like I don't really think one looks better than the other. I think like, it looks better. I do. I think like it's not it's not dramatically better, but I do think it looks better. But it definitely doesn't look better than Cyberpunk. I want you That's to get this, me. Chris. And then when when you, you, know, you play, play for Skyrim, my dude. you it play for a little bit, and then you go to Witcher and compare the graphics. Then you can't just compare it off a YouTube video. You know what I'm no. saying? I mean, you can no. compare it off a YouTube video. Like they release 4K versions of the footage. Like, like I'm pretty sure the stream was. I have to double check it, but I, I'm pretty sure at least the launch trailer was in 4K, and I think the stream was high fidelity too. So. You can definitely judge it off of YouTube footage. Don't like, don't do that. And well, even, like and so. even if you, even if you could, right? Even if that was the case that you were making, you could still say, okay, here's a YouTube video of Skyrim or Cyberpunk or whatever, and then take the YouTube video of Elden Ring and put it together. And okay, th- like they would be on equal footing because they're losing the same fidelity because they're being uploaded to YouTube. So to, to say that again is disingenuous. And this game will look way better than Skyrim. I agree with you there. I I think it will look better than Skyrim. I agree with you. But Cyberpunk? I think this game does look better than Cyberpunk. Especially when, you, you know, people get a chance to play the game. You said it looks def- better than Cyberpunk? Graphically? It Maybe. definitely will look better. Yo, Cyberpunk was a hot buggy trash mess. Talking Nobody's talking bugs. about the bugs, though. That's the thing. Like, what Graphically. are you arguing here? <laughs> Man, Bro, come on. I... I'll get on Cyberpunk after this episode, and I will cry because how bad it looks. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put the footage side by side. Right, we're gonna do like if any, if any of you guys are listening to this on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or anything, you know, any of the stuff we have out there, hosted by Anchor, by the way. Um, I'm gonna recommend that you guys go over to the YouTube page and 
in this area, I'm going to go ahead and just stitch together, you know, footage of, of Elden Ring and then footage of, of Cyberpunk, footage of Skyrim, just to get, get a comparison, right? And, you know, oh, I... Goodness. Well, just throw serious Sam in there too. All, all I gotta say okay. is, yo, you can't you can't compare the two worlds, even though Elden Ring looks better. You're talking about a world that is pretty much like, you know, showcasing its flashy lights and the nice futuristic look of Cyber City, whatever it's freaking called. But and then we got this like massive open world that kind of looks like I guess you could say like medieval times. Got castles and everything like that. People riding horses, dragons fighting you. Yeah, the style of the game is gonna look differently, and I think the style of Elden Ring. Nobody's hey, nobody's talking about the style. Nobody's talking about the style. But the style of the game helps it, bro. No, it doesn't make a difference, bro. I'm sure if you, I'm sure if you take Cyberpunk and you. I'm like if you I'm looking at it right now, this shot right here of this guy just sitting and then he got the castle and everything like that deep in the far back. I'm sure in Cyberpunk you wouldn't have buildings rendered from that far back. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot to showcase in one screen. That's the thing. You guys are like taking a like this. Manny, we literally to... just made a comparison early in the episode between Forza Horizon and Horizon Zero uh Forbidden West. And those games couldn't be any further apart stylistically. Like, what do you gra- mean? Both have like the same jungleistic look. <laughs> okay, we're gonna, no, no, ladies no. and gentlemen, for you guys we're who are watching and listening, I'm gonna let you guys be the judge on this. So we're gonna stitch together the footage, and I definitely want to get you guys' take on this. So you know, do you guys think Elden Ring looks good? Um, do you think Cyberpunk looks better? Like, you know, I definitely want to get you guys' opinion on this because uh, clearly we all have differing opinions. I'm leaning closer to what Chris. You know, Chris and I seem to be closer together on this than than we are with Manny. But even I don't fully agree with what Chris is saying too. So, it's Manny, you think this shit look better than Red Dead, bro? Red Dead is a different game, first of all, because Red <laughs> Red Dead is probably like obviously one of the best looking games of all time. I don't care what anybody says. You can't compare these two games. You can, you, can't. you can, you can compare anything, bro. You can compare anything. But even the fact that Red Dead is such an old game, such an old game with so many things going on, and Elden Ring coming out what two to three years later isn't even close to that conversation. But like, there, I'm sure Red Dead or Rockstar focused a lot more graphically on Red Dead and the realism and all that kind of stuff than as like. That's all I'm saying, though. It's like there isn't there. There obviously isn't enough graphical focus, though. That's the argument. That's the conversation. Like, but the job making it look like the graphics are mediocrely bad. It that's what you're that hearing, bro. But that's not necessarily the, the graphics for, for for right now. For right now, said it looks like it looks mediocre. I'm not. I'm not. Again, we're all arguing different points here. For right now, in this frame of time, where a triple A game, quadruple A, maybe even. The graphics are mediocre. Absolutely. I have, I have no problem saying that. For for a quadruple I mean, A game being released in 2022. That have better graphics, dude. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. For a game that's being like as lauded as this is. Worlds, that doesn't have to have a lot rendered into it. So it doesn't take a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, they're focusing at least on this gameplay right here. I don't know if they have a quality mode or not. But they confirmed that they have 60 frames per second. And that's what you know, like, just being showcased in these gameplays. So maybe there is a quality mode that we're missing out on that we haven't seen yet. All I'm going to say, Manny, is by, by what you're saying, if that's the case, I better see 
families of dragons flying in the sky. I better see several castles in the sky. I better see volcanoes and stuff erupting in the backgrounds. I mean, I need to see a lot of stuff going on in this game once I finally get into it. Yeah. In order to finally say, okay, that's why the graphics are. If it's that dense, if it really is that dense, though, like... Chris is obviously exaggerating a bit, but like if if the world is that dense, you know, I could I could definitely give it up, you know, like I like the the trade off would make sense. You don't need to have it be as beautiful graphically. But from what I'm seeing so far, there isn't that much happening in the world. There really isn't. So, again, we'll have to see. But from from my first impressions of the game, like considering the fact that I'm not seeing that much that's like revolutionizing the genre per se and the fact that the graphics aren't like there it's like you got to give me you got to give me one or the other you know i think it's still going to be a fun game but like i don't know there's there's that missing element that's going to take it to like for me what could be a 10 out of 10 hey man like i said you know it's only 19 minutes they show there's i'm sure a lot more that happens during the game we got we gotta wait till the game comes out to find out that's it think a little better than anthem <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> what the hey, fuck? You think, yo, you think this looks better than No! Yo, with all the bullshit. Hell no! I don't even remember yeah. Anthem enough to say that I don't. No, ain't no bias. Nah. I, I gotta go. Nah. Ain't no, ain't no bias. Nah. Nope. It does. Anthem was a terrible game, but like it looked, it. It looked good. It, I don't know, man. I'm gonna stand on that one. Anthem look better than this Easy. Yo, I wish we could put up a poll. Put up a poll somewhere, please. 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 <laughs> Guys, just, just let us know in the comments. We, let's get out of here, yo, because, uh, yeah, we're just going in circles here. Guys, um, again, thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for watching. Please, 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 please help us settle this debate in the comments. If you guys think that Elden Ring looks, you know, A1 for, for a AAA game in 2022, let us know. Let us know. Um, but yeah, before we get out of here, Manny, let the people know where they can find you, man. If I'm in Elden Ring, you know, serving up them hotcakes. <laughs> but <laughs> twitch.tv slash Flex, Instagram, Twitter, Flex underscore TTV, and the TikTok, of course. All right, word. Chris, what about you, man? Where can the people find you, bro? I'm so disappointed. Uh, I can be found at M A Y two five T H X X on everything. All right, all right. And for me, you guys already know it's right. It's right down here at Black Ice Eight everywhere on uh, Xbox, PlayStation, Twitch TV slash Black Ice Eight. I'm up on that Twitter as well. Um, and the only difference is on the Instagram and the TikTok. It's at Black Ice Eight underscore Gaming. So make sure to check us out or check me out. And uh, also check out the podcast at Xpack Pod on Instagram and Expansion Pack Podcast on TikTok. Guys, again, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Make sure to let us know what you guys think about the episode in the comments. Definitely help us settle the debate here. Got a little heated. And that's that's the way we like to keep it, you know? It's cold outside, but we get hot in here, right? So uh about the ice. <laughs> All right, boys. Um, thank you guys. Check you out next week. Peace. Peace.